0: Welcome to Game Opinions, episode 57. I'm your host, Kalman, and today I am joined by Dakota. Hello. What's going on, Dakota?
1: Not much. Not much. Glad to be here. Thanks again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Just a, a nice... Uh, I don't know if it's rainy where you're at, but it's rainy over here. A nice rainy Sunday. It's so, uh, so fitting.
1: <laughs> For, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm bunkered down. Uh, it is snowing pretty
0: hard over here today, so we're supposed to get a big storm. oh lucky. Yeah, we we've been in a situation where it says that we're going to get snow and it's like, you know, high probability of us getting snow, but we never get snow. Ah, yeah. So I, and I kind of wanted to see the snow in like the new area that we're at and all that, but yeah, we, we haven't been lucky <laughs> so far with that. So it kind of sucks, but you know, is what it is.
1: Yeah. I would definitely, I think I would say I prefer snow over rain, but now that we don't even get a snow day anymore, uh, you know, with work from home, I don't even care.
0: Yeah, like at this point, like, you know, what's the point? It's like, oh, okay, you have a snow day, but uh, you still have to work the entire day.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no day off off anymore. Thanks, COVID.
0: Yeah, but I mean, the good news is, because um, you're you're in an apartment, so you don't have to do like any like shoveling or anything, right? No. That's all taken care of? Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah,
1: yeah, we could just chill. And uh, like we said, we're, we're hunkered down for the day. So just been gaming all day and uh, now here, so...
0: Oh, man. Well, uh, I guess we can go ahead and kick things off for this episode. So uh, this episode, we're going to be talking basically uh, nothing but Star Wars is basically going to be this episode. So there's different topics, but they're all Star Wars related. And uh, I guess... I guess we can kick things off just by saying that uh, both me and you are incredibly into Star Wars right now.
1: Yeah, that last episode, really, of The Mandalorian is what did it. Like, now I just, that kind of left me just wanting more. So, you know, mission accomplished for them, I guess. Um, Started playing The Old Republic again, uh, which I never made it that far in that game anyway. It's always been a game I wanted to play. Now we've been, like, super motivated to play it. Uh, You know, we've been doing that. We downloaded Battlefront. So, you know, I've been running that. Redownloaded the original Battlefront 2, my PC. So, you know, I want to get into that a little bit. Started watching Clone Wars again. I don't know. I just, <laughs> you know, that last episode just put me in the mood, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I wrote down a list of all the things that have occurred after I watched the, uh, the season two of Mandalorian. So I have uh, downloaded Battlefront. I'm currently watching the Clone Wars. Watched Solo, which was one that I needed to to catch up on. That was the one movie that I did not see completed fallen order started nights of the old Republic. And now we've gotten pretty far, at least into the, the Jedi story of the uh, old Republic. I purchased an old snow speeder action fleet toy from micro machines that I had as I, you know, when I was a kid and I have uh, checked the target toy section every time we've gone for uh, star Wars toys and have been disappointed every time.
1: (laughs) so yeah, and the yeah section is lacking big time yeah it's ai uh, don't know i haven't been this into it i think since i was a kid it's just uh I, I think that last episode was so good and now it's exciting to know that we're getting so much more content now that you know the obi-wan show is coming out and mm-hmm. um there was a lot of stuff that i didn't get to like the clone wars i never watched that um rebels i never watched that so i figured you know while we're riding that high let's why not you know complete those things that we missed like you said with solo and um you know the movies i've seen them all i started watching them again and yeah. it's been a while since i watched the movies like i haven't seen episode 1 so i watched that like maybe 3 weeks ago but before then it had to be over 10 years since i watched it and it's just so funny now watching it like and as an adult and just realizing <laughs> how it makes no sense and as a kid i just was like oh lightsaber jedi cool but <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. A,
1: there's a lot to uh, to to catch up on and and take in. And uh, it seems like we're going to be getting more going forward, too.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and just, just to touch on episode one for a second, yeah, that movie, it goes so fast in the beginning. It's, like, unreal. And I did not notice that when I was a kid. Like, you just, you know, you don't think of it. It's like, oh, it's a new Star Wars movie. This is awesome. And they just blow by so many things in the beginning. And it's just insanely ridiculous. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's like they're on a ship, and now oh they're underwater, and now oh they're rescuing the princess? Oh, God, this is all within like 10 minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then, you know, next thing you know, Red and Black Man is in half falling down the shaft. It's like, it's crazy. Yeah. So. <laughs> and then, you know, a nine-year-old kid is blowing up the equivalent of a Death Star. <laughs> yeah. so. Midichlorians yeah,
1: or something? I don't know.
0: It was like, they're pod racing, the whole bunch of just crazy stuff going on. But yeah, so it seems like after, I guess after solo, when that movie came out originally, um, there was a lot of things talking about um, Star Wars fatigue and how people were starting to get like tired of Star Wars. And when the Mandalorian season 1 came out, I feel like all that fatigue kind of just went away. And I feel like looking back now and looking at it, you know how it is now, I feel like that Star Wars fatigue was just fatigue over like mediocre movies. and I thought solo was actually pretty good. But I thought the sequel trilogy kind of sucked. And I feel like Mandalorian is now kind of bringing it back to life after kind of a a mixed received uh, trilogy that came out.
1: I would agree because Marvel came out with, you know, one to two movies every year for close to 15 years, if not. And at no point was anybody like, you know, can we ease up on the Marvel movies? I have fatigue or, you know, hey, can we stop? This is too much. Everybody was like, no, give me more. Every time like a new franchise you know would get announced or leaked you know everybody got super hype about it so I would I would probably agree with that people aren't tired of Star Wars they're just tired of movies that suck especially when you know how good it can be
0: yeah and they I mean and with the the season like season one of Mandalorian I I thought that was kind of equivalent to like you know a first movie in a trilogy right so it wasn't like super great but it kind of laid down like a really solid like foundation for you know potentially a really good season two, which is kind of like equivalent to, you know, like an emperor, um, uh, empire strikes back in a way, um, where, you know, they can really take the story and really run with it. So that had more like cohesion than the sequel trilogy that came out. And, you know, I'd say that, you know, Mandalorian season two, it was probably like the, the best live action, like star Wars, like cinema since like return of the Jedi. I thought that it was just that good.
1: Yeah. Season one, when it came out, I know it got a lot of praise and I honestly didn't really get into it. Like I was watching it, of course, because it's star Wars, but I really, it didn't hook me until that one episode where the bounty hunters come and rescue Mando, um, which was, I think pretty late in the season. The second season, I think every episode was fantastic. Like, it, it, from the first one to, to, the end, to the end, it was all good. It was all so good. It, it was so much better than the first season, I think. Now that everything's established, they can really get running. You know, They don't really have to introduce characters, per se. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of the characters from season one came back. You already know who they are at this point. Um, yeah. So you could just kind of get into good storytelling. And um, John Fairview, he just doesn't miss, it seems like. I mean, anything he works on just turns to gold.
0: Yeah, I mean it seems like he's like an actual Star Wars fan though. Like he actually cares about what he's doing. He just like, he he understands it. Uh, you just understand
1: yeah. it is it goes so so such a long way compared to just trying to make a big action movie. not like a big action movie, but like the sequel trilogy was like every trope ever from Star Wars fit yeah. into one movie. And
0: Yeah, it just didn't work. It
1: was just a lot of fan service. And that was cool at first. Like the first episode um that Disney did, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I but thought it was a good start. Y- you can only it just went down from there. You can't just rely on that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's the the biggest issue I had with the uh the sequel trilogy is that I feel like the trilogy format just doesn't work anymore. It's it's too limiting. I mean, you have so many interesting storylines that you could explore and the the second movie in that trilogy, I think it was the The Last Jedi, is that right?
1: Yeah, right, 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 yeah.
0: The problem I had with that movie is that it wasted so much time on things that were not important at all. Like the whole casino thing. It wasn't important at all. It was so bizarre.
1: It was so bizarre.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's like, and if, if you're in like a, you know, a TV show or, you know, Netflix series or Disney plus series format, like that's fine. You can have episodes that are just filler and it works. But when you are pressed for time and you have a trilogy and you have to get through everything that you need to get through in three movies, you can't be taking like 30 minutes, 45 minutes to an hour exploring an area that is not important to the story at all. It's just, it ruins it.
1: I, I do think TV is the way to go. And for that reason, like for a while, movies were always looked upon better than TV. Like TV was always like a second, like an afterthought. But now yeah, after we've had so many good shows, um, in the two thousands, you know, to now uh, TV seems to be the premier option and I'm okay with a trilogy. But I think at this point, what I think would be interesting is how much does like storytelling, like like establishing the characters, which is important, and mm-hmm. character development, it's hard to do in a single movie. So, yeah. you know, half of the first movie is basically that. I would almost rather maybe like a mini series leading up to the movie just so the movie can start and, um, you know, everything's established and it can just be one thing to the next, you know, without having to, to waste yeah. that. Um, but yeah, there were some really odd choices in this, the, the new series, the casino scene. I just, I, I don't get that one at all. It was so bizarre. I, I was watching the theater. I was like, is this the same movie? I, I was so lost.
0: You no, know, the thing is, is that, you know, you have all these kids that are basically enslaved, right? And they choose to save the animals. And at the end, they're like, it was worth it. It's like, what about all the kids that are
1: just, like, st- <laughs> And then at the end of the movie, him. they had the little kid who was like sweeping. And he like, I guess he used the force to grab the broom. And then that's yeah. never mentioned again. <laughs> it's just like a forgotten <laughs> well, storyline. I don't understand.
0: It, if that whole point of that scene was to just have that kid, like, uh, I don't know. Like, it, it just, to me, that was such a big time waster. And, I mean, it just put the last movie in such a bad place to, like, start with. It's just, it's so bad. It was really, really bad. So, the fact that they were able to, I guess, salvage the Star Wars franchise with uh, Mandalorian, uh, definitely, it's definitely a big positive. So, I'm, I'm really happy about that. And we're in a situation where it looks like Star Wars is actually healthy again. It's not, you know, destroying itself from the inside out.
1: Yeah, yeah, for now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, for now. I mean, it could always, you know, go south, and you know, <laughs> it's not going to be good again. But, um, but I did think it was interesting though, because in the same way that the Mandalorian, I think, kind of is resurrecting the, uh, you know, the cinematic universe of Star Wars, uh, I think that uh, Jedi Fallen Order kind of salvaged EA's, you know, Star Wars deal a tiny bit just because of how good the game was. Um, but you know, even that now it's, it's coming off of, you know, some pretty big disappointment that, you know, that EA released out of the star Wars and things that they didn't release, you know, for their entire duration of the deal that started back in 2012. So it's uh it's kind of bad, but they did kind of end on a, a high note. And I think there will be a sequel to fall in order, but things are kind of a little bit weird in that regard now. Um, I guess as we'll we'll get into that um, coming up. Um, have you have you gone back and played Fallen Order yet though? I,
1: I haven't and I know you've been playing it and beat it and you've been telling me to, to go back and do it. I really need to. Um, I haven't it's downloaded it. It again. I, I played the game when it first came out, um, but I you know, wasn't really in the Star Wars fever at that time. So I played maybe a quarter of the way through and then just, I wouldn't say lost interest, but there were other games that Mm. were taking up my time and I just never wound up going back to it. So I do need to get back and finish it. But yeah, from what I played, it was an awesome game. It was like, why haven't we had this before? Um, I know. It's not the open world Star Wars everybody's been wanting, but it did what it was trying to do very well. And the combat was very satisfying. You know, Um, the characters were cool. The story was good. So.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it did so many things right. And I think, you know, once again, it set the stage for, uh, you know, a sequel that can go even further and it wasn't, you know, a cliffhanger ending or anything. I'm not, well, I don't want to spoil that for you, but it's not necessarily a cliffhanger ending, but you could kind of depict it as that. So it could have a sequel and it would make sense, but the way they ended it, it's, it's, it's like they can pretty much go however direction they want to go with it. So it's kind of like an open ending in a way. Um, which is which is good, and so after I guess that game came out, you know, obviously the the deal with EA is starting to wind down, but there's a lot of gray area here because um, a couple weeks ago we saw that Lucasfilm Games they're kind of like a rebranding of I guess Lucas Art or no, yeah Lucas Arts Games, uh, they revealed that they're going to be kind of almost standalone. Now they've always existed. Like if you look at, you know, the battlefront two or, you know, fallen order, you see like Lucasfilm games, you know, listed in the credits at the end, but now they're going to be more of, I guess, a standalone once that deal is lifted and they're going to basically outsource the star Wars IP to whoever, I guess they see fit, whoever wants it, they can, you know, outsource it to it. What did you think when you saw the, the Lucasfilms was kind of branching out and doing its own thing?
1: I was pretty excited uh, because I think that's going to open the door now to getting more games. Like if you remember back in like the N64 days and PS one days, there were a ton of star Wars games out. Um, I mean you had, uh, you know, there was games, not even like the episode games, um, that followed the movies, but you know, they had starship games. You had star Wars bounty hunter. Um, they had the Jedi game where you could play as any Jedi and it didn't really follow like a movie story. Um, but I was kind of, it was almost like saturated, but the, the games themselves were like really good. And, and I hope yeah. we can kind of get back into that now because you, we didn't really get any of that on the PS3, you know, that whole generation. PS4, we got Battlefront, but at launch, that game was a giant mess. So now that we're in the next gen with, you know, like the PS5 and Xbox and PC, I'd be, you know, I'm really excited. So it was good news, I think.
0: Yeah, I think that the whole the whole deal with EA, I think that because they were you know getting started on those movies, I feel like they were looking to match with a company that would offer some stability and structure for their games. And obviously they kind of chose the wrong company to do that with. Yeah. Um, multiple cancelled projects that were related to Star Wars, and then you have Battlefront, the original Dice Battlefront, which came out clearly before it should have and it was more or less kind of just like a tech demo there really wasn't a lot of content and you know it really wasn't that impressive looked nice and then you had battlefront 2 that came out and that was a huge fiasco when that came out you know pay to win tons of microtransactions really gave the game uh, a bad stigma when it came out and of course they fixed it later on but i mean the damage was kind of already done um It's just, you know, it's hard to come back from that after, you know, botching a launch so badly. And then, you know, you have squadrons that came out. um, I guess that was actually this year. And then, you know, obviously you have Fallen Order. But just, you know, given the duration of that deal and how long that deal was, it's really a shame that we only really got, I guess, four Star Wars games. So it's, I mean, it's, it's not great. You would think during that time with all of the different, you know, development teams that EA has, I mean, EA is huge, you know, it's, it's surprising that you don't see, you know, Bioware working on something or, or I guess that's probably a good thing. They didn't because of the whole, uh, <laughs> Andromeda thing. It was pretty, pretty <laughs> awful. Maybe it's for the best. They didn't do that, but you know, you just think that a company like EA, they have all the resources to make more of these games and to be able to put them out, you know, quickly. But obviously that didn't happen. Um, and it, it's kind of weird now because, you know, with LucasArts branching out and doing their own thing, and then with that announcement of uh, the Ubisoft developer Massive Entertainment is going to be creating a new world uh, or new, uh, you know, open world Star Wars game. It's, uh, it's really confusing. And it makes you wonder if something occurred with the Star Wars deal with EA, because it's it's supposed to go on until 2023 but they're already starting to make announcements for these new games. You would think that under a contract, you know, that's something that they wouldn't really do. It's not probably not really proper etiquette to go and announce a game when you're already, you know, working with a company exclusively for the next 2 years or whatever. I don't know. I just thought that was a little bit weird.
1: Yeah, who knows with what's going on behind the scenes. I haven't heard anything, but and I really haven't followed like if there's been any any like leaks or anything, but maybe that's it. You know, maybe maybe that's it. I don't know. It's EA is, um, you know, you get their sports games every year, but the, the games other than the sports games, I feel like that they do never really wind up being any good. Like they yeah. tried to have that MMO, not even like an MMO. I guess it was kind of like, uh, um, what's that game? It was supposed to be like EA's Destiny. Um,
0: oh, is that a uh, Anthem?
1: Anthem. Yeah. Like you remember that? That was supposed to be like EA's big. <laughs> it was garbage. You know, it's gonna kill Destiny. It was awful. It never picked up at all. So aside from their sports games, I I, I, I don't know. I, I think it's good that it gets away from being EA specific. I don't think any any developer should have full say, because then, you know, you wind up with the maddens of the world, which uh, you know, there's there's no development from year to year. You just get the same thing. So you need competition and and if that's what this means, I'm all for it.
0: Yeah. And it's, you know, it is, I guess it is important to note that, um, you know, this isn't going to be an exclusive deal with anybody. This is, you know, just Ubisoft kind of, you know, being the first ones to be like, oh yeah, we'll work on a Star Wars game. But, you know, I think that this doesn't necessarily close the door for, you know, a Fallen Order or two, you know, there's definitely a good chance that um, Respawn will still be working on that game. But it's, uh, I don't know, it's just, it's so interesting. Like, because all indication is that this deal is still on. So Ubisoft, you know, they're announcing this game kind of, you know, pretty far in advanced if this game can't come out until, you know, past 2023. So it's, I don't know, the whole thing's just weird. I thought the whole announcement was strange. But at the same time, you're right, it is exciting because it's going to now introduce, you know, a lot more variety of Star Wars games, I would imagine, especially with how much momentum that this IP now has. And Star Wars and video games has always kind of been a match made in heaven. You know, dating back to the original Battlefronts, to the KOTOR games, to really all of them. Even the the movie games were hilarious. Like I love the you know Revenge of the Sith game on PS oh, two. That, that game hilarious. was so good. Yeah, <laughs> it was great.
1: And then you. So had, I'd um, like to see that again. Yeah. Did you ever play um? What was the other one that came out after that? It was with Star Killer. Um, I can't think. Of oh, the, name the of um. My
0: head. Force ahead. Unleashed games.
1: Force Unleashed. Yeah, yeah, they were good games I've too. I never played them. They were fun. I it's not canon obviously the story is very out there uh very out there but it's fun and it's worth playing and um i remember playing the demo when it came out on the ps3 and um using the force to be able to manipulate objects and you could throw it at stormtroopers uh was really neat so those games are definitely fun um yeah i remember playing on snes i think was my first star wars game was empire strikes back they had a uh, a game, or maybe it was Return of the Jedi, one of those. But it was like a platformer, and you know you could play. As, I think either Luke, yeah, I think you could play Chewbacca, Princess Leia. Um, so yeah, I've I've always grown up with them, and I would like to continue to play them. Um, now, I mean, if you do Star Wars well, people are going to buy it, and it doesn't take a, a genius to know that. I hope the yeah. Ubisoft game doesn't get canceled. We've seen that all too often. You know, I feel like we've been asking for an open world Star Wars game for years.
0: Oh, so yeah, I don't want to get my hopes have. up
1: <laughs> since it just seems so far away, but
0: it does. Yeah, but I don't know. I think that I think it will come out. But so what do you think this game is going to be? Like if you had a guess, like what do you think? Like when do you think this game is going to take place? What What kind of game do you think it'll be?
1: Well, I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the movies. I think it's going to be its own universe. I, I time frame wise, I don't know. I, I would think maybe it would make sense to make it take place kind of like the Mandalorian time frame like maybe after yeah. return of the jedi that seems to be where star wars is shifting um i think you mentioned it to me before but disney is now looking to to change their they out of like the it's no longer the new trilogy it's now moving to the mandalorian time frame right
0: yeah yeah it's going to be moving over to to that time frame so i guess they're they're pushing the timeline back so to say
1: so i wouldn't mind if it's if it's around there i i would With Ubisoft, I would think it's going to be very similar to Assassin's Creed, which is like good and bad. Recently, Assassin's Creed has kind of turned into like an RPG, which I'm not really a fan of. Uh, I I like the old school kind of Assassin's Creed, not when you had, you know, weapon levels and and character levels. And, oh, I can't fight this guy because he's a level 30. So, you know, I have to get to level 30 first. Uh, You know, I like kind of being able to engage in because that doesn't feel free to me you know, in like an open world. So I think it's going to be very similar to Assassin's Creed. I kind of am, I hope it's not a Jedi game. I hope it's something other, maybe like um, a smuggler or like a bounty hunter would be cool. Or maybe you can, you know, you can, if it's open world, you could be good or bad. I I don't know. Maybe you could be, you could choose to be a Jedi. Who knows? But I almost would be okay if it's like a sequel to the old bounty hunter game that came out on PS2, because they were awesome when you could play as Django Fett and uh they were really neat and that game wasn't open world but it was the level design was really cool and i always remember playing that and that was kind of before there were any open world games and i remember years later like you know after experiencing some some open world games i was like man like that would make a great one so i think that could be cool you know if you're like a a bounty hunter and like an open world but i don't know i think it's gonna be very similar to assassin's creed i think the time if i had to guess is gonna probably be sometime after return of the jedi But I don't know. I I mean, they haven't. I haven't heard any leaks or anything. So I mean, I know it's still very early.
0: Yeah, I haven't either. And it's funny that you're 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 saying that because that's actually what I'd like to see too. Like, I think that an open world like Mandalorian game would be really cool. Like flying to different planets, getting your bounties. I think that'd be really interesting, especially with how successful the Mandalorian is right now. It would make sense. Like, you know, what better time to do it? Um, So I think that'd be really cool. And because this is from Massive, you know, they worked on. Uh, the Division 2, which had some really good shooting mechanics. So, you know, maybe we see, you know, some similarities there, um, you know, make that that kind of crossover to Star Wars, which would be kind of cool. But yeah, that's that would probably be what I'd want the most, just because we do have a lot of Jedi games already. But I don't know. I think that making a Star Wars game and not like including lightsabers and stuff, I just feel like they just wouldn't do it. It's so but iconic
1: and people are going to want to play as a Jedi. You know, yeah. it's it's going to happen. So I'll take it either way. You know, I would like something other than a Jedi just, just for this because there are so many. Well, you know, you had Fallen Order. You had Force Unleashed. Yeah. There's games that allow you to be a Jedi. Ideally, if it's open world, you can choose your class. You choose your weapons. Maybe it could be similar to like, you know, in Fallout where you can kind of be whatever you want. Like, for example, if you want to be in like the Brotherhood of Steel, you need to have training, you know, to be able to wear the armor, at least in the older games. Maybe it's yeah. something like that where you can enter training to become a Jedi. Maybe you're not a Jedi right off the bat, you know, but maybe you could be like a force sensitive character. Um, so I think that would be neat.
0: I mean, if they did a Mandalorian one, I mean, technically they could include the Darksaber and you could use that.
1: Yeah, that they, they could definitely do that for sure. I just think, it, you know, the games where you're not a Jedi and you don't have to be super good, um, always leave more possibilities. You know, if you can kind of teeter the edge of being good and bad, I think that's mm-hmm. ideal. You know, I would like to see some sort of karma system. You know, maybe you can be uh, just straight bounty hunter. Just, hey, you know, I do my uh, my mission and I get paid and that's all I care about. Or maybe you could be more lenient and and more of kind of like a good guy. And they have so many options now. It, with a, If it's confirmed open world, which it seems like it's going to be, I just, I hope they get away from like the RPG aspect of it. That's that's kind of my wish.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's, a, there's multiple things that, you know, If I, in a dream case scenario, I'd probably want something like (laughs) No Man's Sky ish, only you have all the Star Wars stuff, you have all the Star Wars planets, you know, and you can just go from planet to planet freely. And basically, there's just a ton of missions everywhere. That would probably be my my ideal uh, dream case scenario. Can you imagine that you're just in first person, you can just, or, you know, third person or whatever, just hop in your ship and just go wherever you want? Like, I, I think that that would just be amazing. Um, obviously that's probably not going to happen, but if I had a guess, I think it probably will have a lot of like RPG elements and I don't know. I mean, cause the thing with open world is that, is it just going to be in one area? Like, or are you going to be able to go to multiple planets and, you know, explore everywhere? Like that's, that's kind of like the, the big thing for me, because to me, like open world, usually just means that it's, you know, one planet you can go wherever you want. And to me that just wouldn't really be super exciting cuz Star Wars has always been about going from planet to planet. Yeah, yeah it's know.
1: always kind of theme of um a lot of planets, you don't really get to see a lot of the planet. Um so they could expand upon that, you know, there's um a lot that they could do there, but or even if they give us a few planets, you know, like the big ones, um would be neat. But yeah, that is that is interesting. I would hope in 2021 or, you know, now that they're working on the game that we could get something with multiple planets, but yeah, I don't know how that would work. I mean, at least jumping, you incorporate fast travel, but it's not like a Skyrim game where you can go to the next town, you know? Yeah. How do you fast travel to another planet without breaking the immersion?
0: Uh, yeah, that would be kind of, <laughs> that would be pretty bad, I yeah. guess. I feel like it's probably going to end up being a Jedi game of some sort. And oh, man, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't, I feel like I'm not a super big RPG Person a lot of the times but I feel like if it's with Star Wars and it's with like things that I like from the Star Wars universe I feel like I'm more prone to I guess wanting to play it and not really minding as much because like with Star Wars online like I don't mind the aspect of you know powering up your lightsaber with better crystals or better you know components and stuff like that I think the idea of building your own saber in the game and have it like fully customizable would be really cool So there's, I mean, there's certain elements that, you know, I wouldn't mind in a Star Wars game, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'd be okay with that. I I guess for me, it's more so just the, you know, some characters being level capped by your level, you know, uh, I don't like seeing the health bar, you know, I don't like seeing your damage, you know, icons as you hit them.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't like that either, actually. Yeah, Yeah, I I I would just, I would
1: prefer more like organic, like, you know, in that world type type game, in my opinion. But that's just me. Um, I'll still play it regardless. And yeah, like you said, if it's good, who cares? I, I, ju- I hope it's not just like, you know, Assassin's Creed with a Star Wars skin. But we'll see. No.
0: And I, I also hope it's not Division 2 with a Star Wars skin either. Yeah, because you you know, I wouldn't the, want the that. thing
1: with their games is there's always a ton of content, but it's always super repetitive. And it's empty yeah. content. It's content just for the sake of having it. You know, like Assassin's Creed would always be that game where like, an area of the map would have 80 things to do, but it's like 15 high points, so you gotta go to this area, climb the thing, scan scan it, or it'd be like, you know, in Assassin's Creed 2, there was like 100 feathers you had to find. But it's like empty content. Like, yeah, that's a lot to do, but do you really want to do that? I just hope yeah. it's not a, a copy and paste, and I, I hope the content is actually you know stuff you want to play, not just filler.
0: Yeah, yeah, I definitely hope so too. I hope that it's I hope it's also like Canon has, you know, Canon story elements in it. It's not just like a, a made up thing. Um, hopefully they'll end up doing that too. So, you know, besides these games that are coming out, uh, you know, Lucas film games also said that there's going to be like multiple announcements. So I guess in, you know, a similar sense to how, you know, Disney is revealing all these different shows and stuff. It appears that there's actually more games coming out than, you know, just this Ubisoft game. And there's rumors that the uh, old KOTOR games are going to be, you know, making their ways to the consoles at some point this year. And apparently there's also a third installment of uh, Knights of the Old Republic that's in development outside of EA. Uh, No one knows who the developer is. Um, All they said is that, like, you know, you'll never be able to guess who it is. So that's kind of cool. So that's, that's what is kind of almost throwing me off i guess ubisoft creating an rpg because if they already know that there's a new you know knights of the old republic game coming out which is you know an rpg you know that might make them make something different so that's that's i guess kind of the hope <laughs> at least uh on my end so hopefully we get some variety hopefully it's not you know the same thing but you know different companies are making it
1: yeah and um that most recent star wars game the um the pilot game squadron, so you play definitely. that squadron yeah um that to me kind of seemed like a stepping stone because there wasn't a ton of content in that it was like really cool. Right. And you played it with VR and you said it was incredible. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Um, It was a lot of fun,
1: but there wasn't like a ton of content if I recall. So like, I almost wonder if that's kind of like testing the waters a little bit of maybe we'll get like a, you know, another fighter fighter uh, pilot game or something like that. Like that could be neat, you know, and they had those in the, the old consoles too. Like, you know, N64 had quite a few of them and they were fun games. But
0: we'll see. We need a Star Wars Battle Royale. That's what we need.
1: <laughs> Star Wars Battle Royale. That could be done. Find a lightsaber.
0: Can you imagine that? <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. I, but I mean it would work.
1: I, I'm kind of surprised. Battlefront didn't incorporate that in some way. I guess it really wouldn't work with their map. That would take, you know, a ton of time and resources. But when the battle, uh, you know, the battle royale craze was in its prime, uh, yeah, we didn't get a Star Wars one. Uh they did incorporate, I think, didn't they do some Star Wars in um in Fortnite? I think they had some skins and things.
0: Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. They had I think they had a bounty hunter or Boba Fett or something.
1: Yeah, and I think you could get a lightsaber at one point, so not not quite the yeah. same, but <laughs> seemed like every game was doing a battle royale.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that Star Wars didn't, you know, jump on that with uh, with Battlefront at some point in time. Cuz I feel like it would work. I mean, you have plenty of vehicles, plenty of weapons, plenty of different character skins that you'd be able to <laughs> sell to the gamers. I think it would work. <laughs> I would have played it. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe that's the open world game that uh that Massive's making. It's just a <laughs> oh big Battle God. Royale game.
1: I mean a Battle Royale Star Wars game with different planets as maps. I'd be pretty in for that.
0: With space and ground combat.
1: Oh, that would be pretty neat. How would how would <laughs> the circle move? I don't know. Imagine being on Hoth and just like, you know, getting blown up. <laughs> Oh my uh, Yeah. So, one of those giant walkers, that'd be interesting. But, uh, yeah,
0: that'd be pretty cool. The gulag just takes place inside a, a rancor den. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that would be probably work. Yeah, I would play it. It probably work. I'm sure, I wouldn't be the only one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would definitely be interesting. Um, so yeah, that's, that's like, you know, things to look forward to with, uh, with Star Wars and, you know, obviously with all these new games that will eventually be coming out, you know, it's it's exciting. It's exciting that we're going to be getting Star Wars games outside of EA, who for the most part, the games that I played that they made were enjoyable, but it's I think it's time for, you know, a new a new era of Star Wars games to be uh, ushered in now.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I always thought too, like the extended universe stuff, I never read a lot of it, but you know, I always thought it was neat. And Disney taking over, you know, they decanonized all that. And we were talking about this before, but yeah. I wouldn't even mind like some alternate timeline stories. Kind of like, you know, Force Unleashed's story is not canon, but it was unique and it was neat, you know. So kind of like those mm-hmm. Els World type deals um, where you can tell a story a different way or, you know, just introduce things that aren't necessarily because they do that in comics, right? Like Batman has different stories that aren't in the canon universe, but they still tell a Batman story. So yeah, why can't we do that with Star Wars? I I think that could be neat too. You know, if we start getting games like that. I I don't know that it needs to be canon, but
0: we'll see. Like, like I w- I wouldn't mind that. I guess, like you know, maybe take it from like make like a Star Wars game. It takes place during the original trilogy, but you know you're just like a, a humble radar technician on the Death Star. <laughs> 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 Nothing to do with the game. You just clock clocking uh, to work and then yeah. <laughs> It's just job simulator, but like you're working on the Death Star.
1: <laughs> just watching a screen with a bunch of coordinates.
0: <laughs> and then at the end of the game, it's just that you die in a fire.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how does this end? Because it can't be well.
0: <laughs> you just see, you know, some X-wings fly by and everything just. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'd be, you know, be kind of cool. It's like, you know, you're going to die. So you're kind of working for, for nothing. <laughs>
1: maybe one where you're like the emperor's like uh assistant you know so you in the movie so like you know when he blows up the death star you know emperor's very angry takes it out on you i don't know it's a thought
0: <laughs> he could emperor's got to have an assistant powers right? yeah <laughs> that would be that would be very interesting yeah i don't know i don't know what they're i don't know what they're going to do but it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun new era of Star Wars. It'll feel just like the the nineties and early two thousands again. And I'm all for it. I'm ready.
1: Yeah, I've always so, liked content. I'm I'm never one of those people that like, you know, we go back to, you know, the Marvel thing and the Star Wars thing. Yeah. He, give me all the Star Wars. Yeah, I'd rather more than, you know, I re- there was a time where we weren't getting anything.
0: So yeah. I mean, like you said, during the, the PlayStation uh, three era, there really wasn't a lot of Star Wars stuff we just kind of, were, you know, lacking on that. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we just get overloaded again and we get to pick and choose what we want and, you know, it'll be a fun, a fun and enjoyable time for all of us. That's what, that's what I want. So Dakota, uh, I don't know about you, but I feel like that was kind of, <laughs> that was kind of my star Wars explosion and, uh, I don't really have a ton of things left to say.
1: I think we hit everything. I think we hit everything. Um, you know, Is there anything you're looking to watch uh, that you haven't already? I mean, I think you hit pretty much everything. But um, you
0: know. I'd like to watch the Rebel series because I've never seen it, and I don't really know what it's about. But, I mean, besides that, it's kind of just continuing uh, KOTOR to move on to KOTOR 2 and continuing our Star Wars online and then maybe reading a Star Wars book at some point after I complete those. Yeah, there are Um, quite a
1: few, and I've been reading up on them a little bit because you know I've always seen them in stores, but I I never really read any. Um, I think back in like middle school, I maybe uh, rented one from the library, but I don't think I finished it, and I I couldn't even tell you which one it was. Um, But now I'm like, you know, it seems like there's a lot of content, you know, from books, so I'm looking at that as well. So maybe we could talk about that next uh, next time if if we wind up pulling the trigger on any, but yeah that'll probably be the yeah. same thing with me i would like to finish up clone wars um i gotta start nights of the old republic i i barely played the first one at all i know you're probably almost finished at this point but um so i still gotta you know quite a bit i gotta catch up on but
0: yeah i haven't i haven't played a ton of kotor for the last couple of weeks um just because we've been so into the online game plus i mean during the week it's like after work like i don't really want to be at my desk <laughs> i oh want to just go God, sit yeah. on the couch and uh, cry just, yeah so I that's that's kind of you
1: know a bum on my couch
0: yeah yeah so that's that's kind of how how it is but uh I've, i'm actually really enjoying the game quite a bit i'm sure once you know that game is completed you know that'll definitely be an episode of just kind of talking about it because you know that's a really iconic game and it's uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I've been really enjoying it. It's it's a very unique take on Star Wars that it's you know a little bit more mature, I guess, in its its themes than I'm used to with Star Wars. But it's it's very cool. I like it.
1: Yeah, that might be the next thing I tackle. I mean, it's uh, it's considered one of the greatest Star Wars games of all time. So
0: yeah, and I will say that it actually is pretty good on uh, like the mobile platforms too. Um, you might, I mean, you might want to wait until it releases on the consoles because, I mean, if it's following the the trend of like, um, you know, Jedi Academy and um, that other game that I can't remember, <laughs> um, you know, chances are it probably will end up releasing on the consoles um, for a pretty reasonable price. Um, so that'll be nice. And you can sit on your couch and play and yeah, it'll be good. It'll be nice and fun. Sounds
1: right up my alley.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if you are really wanting to play them, they are good on the mobile platforms and i think they actually do have a slight like graphical improvement over the pc version and like the original like xbox version and all that so that's you know something to think about too so hopefully we'll see some updates for the uh console ports as well which would be pretty awesome
1: yeah yeah i would uh you know you got that um the old school pod racing game recently on switch that's right i did get uh, that I think that's one thing we didn't mention, but, uh, that's again, one of, you know, favorite star Wars games ever, uh, from playing that on the PC and the N64. And yeah, so I, we get ports, I'm all for it because you said that was really good.
0: It was. Yeah. It, it's, it's really good on switch. Like, cause I used to play with the joystick on PC and I believe that you used to come over and you'd play it on the, on the joystick too.
1: Yeah. I played at your um, house first on the PC and then I wound up getting it for the N64 and I got it for the game boy eventually too, uh, which wasn't that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I don't <laughs> think it would be. I had it on the the Tiger Games. It was uh, great.
1: Uh, yeah, it was like a top down. You couldn't really control your ship. It was so hard. If you hit the sides, you blew up. Yeah, it was hard. Um,
0: yeah, it's not good. <laughs> <laughs> We've come a long way since yeah, then. You got that right. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, that. Yeah, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, I still, I still need to go back and beat that. Actually, there's a, there's one track, and I, I did talk about this on an episode with uh, TJ one time where I considered one of my greatest gaming failures was that I never got to uh, have uh, Bozzy Baranta, I think his name was. And he was on this track called The Abyss. And basically, it's a it's a track where it starts off, you have uh, a lower track and you have an upper track. If you fall off that upper track, you go so slow compared to the people on the top track. And if you, if you fall off, I mean, there is just such a big gap between you and the rest of the pack so you're pretty much you're you're pretty much lost the race now if you if you you know are in the first lap and that happens to you and you're perfect the rest of the race you have a shot but if you fall off like on the second lap or the third lap you're screwed doesn't matter how big your (laughs) lead was you're screwed you lost (laughs) you're not going to come back and it's it's awful i never beat it and that would make me so angry when i'd play because you have to play it so differently. Like, you, you have to have a really good handling pod racer, but you have to, like, you know, feather, like, the steering on the turns. Because if you steer too sharp, you know, you'll start to almost fall off the edge and then you'll overcorrect and that causes you to fall off the other side. And it's so frustrating and awful.
1: I'm going to have to look up um, this level. I don't remember this one. Um,
0: yeah, I believe it's called The Abyss. But it's been, awful.
1: This is a grudge for you, a gaming grudge that I know. spans yeah. 20 years.
0: It has to be close to that, yeah. <laughs> it has to be close to that. It was, that was the one pod racer I never unlocked. And I haven't I haven't gone back and played it yet, though. And it wasn't even a part of like the normal. So basically with the game, you beat all the levels and it unlocks, I guess, you know, I think two more sets of like bonus races. So Bozzy Barano was part of the bonus race. And it's it's stupid because like he's not even that good. Like his pod racer kind of sucks. So it's like it's not even that good of a reward, but just to get it is so annoying and I never got it. So but TJ, of course, got it. And that always angered me because it's like, how come he got it? And I didn't. Well, you so. know what you have to do now? I have to get Bozzy Baranta. <laughs>
1: yes,
0: I, I put I put Bozzy Baranta in uh, in the thumbnail of the of that episode. I'm not doing it again. He is. He is. He is very unfortunate looking. It's very disturbing. You know, I used to, I used to have a book of, um, I think I actually got it from, uh, our, our library when we had like the book fair and I have this little tiny handbook that has all of the characters in episode one. So it has like all of the different pod racers in like (laughs) in the pictures, those creatures are so ugly. It's ridiculous. (laughs) You've like Dud bolt. Who's like, you know, he looks like he's like made out of clay and he is like, you know, his teeth are like sticking out of all different directions and his like hair is all funky. And there's, I mean, it's, it's the list goes on and on, uh, you know, gasgano probably looks the most normal, but you know, you've like rats Terrell who looks ridiculous. looks like a, you know, a peanut (laughs) it's, it's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But I used to know like all the names and God, it is, it's insane. It's so insane. But yeah, it was, that game was pretty phenomenal, really good sense of speed, you know, really addicting to upgrade your pod racers and unlock the pod racers. And of course, you know, racing in areas that you don't get to see in the movie you just see, you know, the, the Boonta classic or whatever it's called, but you don't get to see all like the racing on Coruscant and, you know, various other planets. (laughs) That's the only one I can think of. Um, But yeah, that, that game's great. It's so good. Maybe we'll get a sequel. I think they actually had a sequel on PS2. Oh, did they?
1: I never played yeah, it. Yeah, I
0: think it's called uh, Racer Revenge, and it's actually, I believe, oh, a sequel to Racer. Well, yeah, maybe we'll
1: get a next-gen version. That'd be cool. I doubt yeah, it. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll see. Get, I, don't, uh, I haven't heard the word. You know, the term pod racing. I don't think it's come up in Star Wars since that movie.
0: <laughs> probably not. No. Yeah, probably not. So, I don't think it was very popular during that time. Maybe you could know, whole- pod
1: race in the new open world game.
0: You know, that'd be really interesting um, because, you know, KOTOR has something similar to that. I guess it was kind of like the precursor to uh, pod racing and it's called a swoop bike. Very similar. And you get to, you know, go to different planets and you have the ability to race in those those races. So it's, it'd be kind of cool if they had something like that with like pod racing because that was my favorite part of the episode one. I know a lot of people say Darth Maul was the best, and Darth Maul is pretty awesome. Out of all the things that have come out of that movie, Darth Maul is definitely up there at the top. But I think the pod racing was super interesting because, you know, it's showing a, a really dangerous sport that is just so fitting of the Star Wars universe. And I, I really, I really did appreciate that, especially because, you know, I was—I guess that was around the time that I got into racing. I mean, you could probably make the argument that um, pod racing was actually the uh, the first my first uh, interest in racing was peaked and then we went on from there. So that's, that's pretty interesting.
1: Hey, a little throwback history there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be cool if you could do something like that. And, you know, I don't know, just, there's, there's so many different things that they could explore and, and they could go. Um, Cause the stars universe, it's just so vast, and there's so many different, there's so many different classes you could be. There's so many different, you know, planets you could be on and, you know, jobs for different people. You could work for the huts. I mean, who knows? I mean, you could be like a big. You could be a hut. You could control a hut. Who <laughs> wouldn't want to be a giant slug?
1: Sounds like the lamest game ever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Instead of head coach, it's just hut.
1: <laughs> you're just telling other <laughs> bounty hunters what to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, people are just dancing for you, and then you feed them to to rancors. Sounds awful, and I will not buy it. They should. They should make a game where you're actually a sarlacc pit. You just sit there all day. <laughs> and you're just eating.
1: I, I, uh, it's spectating. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Who knows what they'll do? But I think we've we've gotten a little crazy with our our Star Wars predictions. So I think it's probably for the best that we we wrap this thing up. What do you think?
1: I like it. I like it. Or should I say, do it.
0: Do it. All right. So. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you share it with literally every person you've ever met in your entire life. Make sure you go ahead and check us out across all your favorite podcast platforms, and we will catch you in the next episode, hopefully later this week. See ya.